0: Time now on Sky Sports Radio for Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips.
1: It is time to talk some greyhound racing and let's head to Ron Arnold uh, for a bit of a chat about the weekend that was. G'day, Ron. How are you, David? I hope you enjoy your country travels. Be a bit cold, but it's cold down in Sydney town too, so you're not missing anything here, I can assure you. I must admit, Dave, I was just interested to hear Mick Gearen speaking on the harness wrap there about Loch and Barr Art. Loch and Barat is owned by one of our Greyhound Racing New South Wales board members, Kevin Gordon. So We certainly uh, wish Kev all the very best of luck. He's had some wonderful greyhounds over a couple of decades, of course, with all the Var prefixes. So Kev's enjoying uh, both sports at the present moment, certainly having great fun with that horse, lock and bar Art, in the uh, harness world. We wish him well. Of course, uh, today being the 24th of August, Dave's a special day for a couple of reasons. 24th of August 1972, they released the album for Neil Diamond, Hot August Night. And it went to number one here on the charts for 29 weeks and still one of the all-time classics. But in the world of greyhound racing, the 24th of August also started another chart stopper. And there was a litter of five pups born in 1966 on the 24th of August. Just a simple litter of five. One of those greyhounds was a little fawn bitch. The kennel name of Sweetie, but we in the racing world fell in love with her by the name of Zoom Top. And yes, 54 years today, Zoom Top was born. And even now, uh, we've just recently released a book on the history of New South Wales greyhound racing. And of course, there are a few pages there in all about Zoom Top and the world really lifted in racing in that era. We had, of course, the world of the Gun Sins and Hondo Grattan pale-faced Adioses. Racing was a big thing, but Greyhounds certainly grabbed plenty of attention. And there's even a couple of little YouTubes. If you Google in Zoom Tops Racing Career, Graham McNeese did a terrific little slot. And also one of the British uh, media people put something out in their movie channels, and they're all there to have a look at. Of course, Zoom Top was owned and trained by Heck and Leah Watt. Leah Watt had a sister, Ruth Parsons, who was also very heavily involved in the world of greyhound racing. Come from the southern part of Sydney and, uh, of course, I'm out in that part of the world and it's certainly a pleasure to have Ruth Parsons' son, Bill, on the show this morning. Bill Parsons, good morning to you. Good morning, Ron. It's uh, really good to speak to you, Ron. Mate, obviously when you uh, look back from a, a family point of view of 54 years ago when a litter of pups born, you would have been probably a teenager roughly. Um, a couple of correct. years on when the, the superstar started to race. Tell us a little bit about the the family and looking from the, the family dinner table out with this greyhound as it grew. How did it impact on the family?
0: Well, it impacted fantastically, really. It uh, helped our family greatly. Uh, we moved from Yaguna, uh, to Rossmoor, where we have a beautiful big farm there for the, for the greyhounds. There was Hick, who was a builder, worked his butt off up at 5 o'clock every morning. Leah was looking after the four kids, uh, Jeff, Ron, Malcolm and Margie. And uh, yeah, it was a flat chat, working all day and dogs all morning and all night. And uh, travelling a lot of places with them, Top as you're probably aware. Um, it was funny, you know, going to Goldman, Sometimes Ron he could pull up on the way back from the races and jump out at a certain restaurant on the way back or a little cafe and uh, grab the dogs. I don't know if you remember, it, they were called Have a Heart ice creams, but they used to used to love that. Maybe it made him, maybe maybe it made them made them go faster. Uh, Certainly a right. Funny when you look story at along the way.
1: when you look at Sweetie's career of 136 starts. 68 wins and 39 placings the amazing thing is bill that the prize money which was the record at the time was $59,000 when you go back to roughly 68 69 a house in Carring Bay where we are was about $16,000 the same house today is about 1.6 million dollars so you're looking at a hundred times growth so at 59,000 prize money then you're looking at a dog in the five to six million dollar category today and even currently, that the leaders of the pack are about one and a half million. It's, it's a record that can never be beaten. No,
0: she set a lot of records. I think there was a record back uh, one night at Harold Park where she won a race against the best stayers over the eight hundred metres at Harold Park. And she uh, the following week there was no uh, distance races. She won that race over eight hundred yards, and then uh, the following week she went up against the best sprinters over three hundred and ten yards. And she won that as well. So I don't think that will ever be matched either. And I must admit, Bill, a
1: few years back, I remember bumping Jim Coleman, who was one of the great trainers through the 70s, 80s and 90s, and we spoke about great dogs. And he passed the comment. He said, you know what, if I had trained Zoom Top, she would never have been the great Zoom Top because Heck certainly did training different to many people's Textbooks, if there's such a thing. I and mean, you just quoted that 800 metre, one, 800 yards one week to 300 the next. No one else would even look to do that.
0: No, and ZoomPub wanted more. He yeah. set up a track there, had a 300 yard track there at uh, Rossmore, And uh, every time we used to take Zoom out for, or sweetie out for a wet or whatever, she'd just want to get on that track. Obviously, through 1968, she set a record of 20
1: straight wins. Again, that's something that more than likely will never be beaten. 292 metres to 795 metres for the modern conversions were her uh, distance wins. Her average winning margin was five and a half length. So that's just total domination. Of course, many people have forgotten, Heck made the decision with Leah to start racing at 14 months. Even that, Bill, is something that has been unheard of. 99.9% 99.9% of greyhounds.
0: Well, I think the exercises that uh, he used on uh, ZoomTop, the stretching, he bought in the uh, ultrasonic machines that uh, I think for the first time ever used in Australia on greyhounds, um, which uh, did a massage on their, on their legs and uh, and their body and the stretching that uh, Leo and Ruth used to do with the dogs was just fantastic. Did lots and lots of stretching work with the greyhounds. She had her first
1: start on the 21st of October, 1967. It was at Goulburn, and she won that race over 457 metres first up. Even that is something that most trainers don't always look at today. The winning purse was $10 uh, in seven <laughs> weeks' time. Bill, a winner of Wentworth Park, will take home $1 million. I suppose that's the world we've lived in for the last 50 years, but um, it, it's just something that the dog meant so much to the whole family. Um, even the, the kids and the extended families, and as you say, you travel plenty of country places. Obviously, uh, Jeff Watt, who was the, the son of one of the sons of um, Heck and Leah, became his own, you know, standout uh, trainer for a couple of decades himself, and uh, moved up to the North Coast. And, and you're aware, Bill, that we have the wonderful trophies and rugs at Wentworth Park that Jeff put together in the display cabinet. So, for anybody that ever comes to Wendy Park and wants to reminisce and reflect about a greyhound that we will never see again, certainly from the publicity point of view. Wendy Park's got all the trophies there to have a look at in the memorabilia spot.
0: Ron, I truly hope we can get back to the stage. Um, I've got a time here. November the 23rd, 2003, spectators at, uh, to watch the South Sydney Cup at the races to watch Zoom Top Race. 15,406 patrons. Wouldn't it be great to see that back again?
1: It certainly would be. well,
0: And, of course, incredibly, the,
1: I looked up and her last start was on the 14th of March, 1970. Um, so it basically is 50 years this year since the, the great Zoom top ended her racing career. And, of course, it wasn't just her in the litter, Bill. You know, the other four were all standouts. Of course, Busy's charm was probably a champion in her own right with uh, Big Sister there dominating it all. But, but Busy's was certainly, um, you know, a, a one that... Ran second many times, but also took plenty of success. Absolutely,
0: Ron. And um, uh, thank you for keeping uh, all the history of gymnastics alive.
1: No, that's all good, mate. The the, the Parsons and what world uh, will be stamped on the world of greyhound racing for uh, many, many a long day. And our regards to all the family and uh, certainly look forward to catching up uh, somewhere in the near future, mate. You take care. Thanks, Ron. Take care. There he is, Dave. That's Bill Parsons, who was the nephew of Heck and Leah Watt, that owned and bred Zoomtop. And, you know, when we look back in the history books, even in the thoroughbred world, they're always going back to Farlap. Obviously, in the harness world, Hondo and Paleface, but Zoomtop is certainly the one that set that standard, even till today, I think, in the overall greyhound, still Zoomy holds the record as the number one. We may have had faster sprinters and better sprinters and even better stayers, but in the overall art of an actual greyhound freak, there is no doubt Zoom Top holds that record as the number one. And uh, certainly the, the the family bred on with greyhounds for many, many years. And uh, like all time, unfortunately, uh, some have passed on now and uh, it's down to the kids to remember. So, uh, And Bill Parsons, he's certainly been to Weddy Park a couple of times and they do appreciate The fact that we've got on display there all the Zoom top memorabilia. So anyone coming to Wendy Park at any stage, certainly just come along and uh, take one of those selfies with it. It's something that uh, you'll never see again. And there are a couple of spots on the, uh, as I mentioned, on the uh, YouTube world. If you Google up Zoom top racing, Gray McNeith did a little slot um, some years back. And also one of the British uh, media boys did something for their cinematography. And there's a little stretch there to cover all that. If you come to Sydney, they were basically promoting Sydney, Australia, and uh, they put Zoom Tom into that. If you come to there, certainly come to the races to see that greyhound. So uh, this week, of course, we've got plenty of big racing coming up. Of course, it's Blacktop Final Night coming up this week at the Gardens, and uh, a bit of a superstar there on this one, I think Flying Ricardo. got a big opinion of this greyhound. He is $1.65 favourite. And, uh, of course, the Townsville Cup is also on. We'll cover that pretty well tomorrow with the two previews of those two big finals. And, uh, Dave, of course, as I say, we always remember the greatest of all, but it is Zoom Top's birthday. She would have been 54 today. So uh, wow. congratulations to everybody. On, uh, many people have kept that dream alive, and certainly all the race clubs. We've got uh, Zoom Top features in both states. In New South Wales and also in Victoria. So it's sort of a bit of a special mention today, mate, the birthday date of Zoomtop.